you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the land of 10,000 lakes, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best each and every week here at jbcism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to uh, another episode. Uh, this is episode number 144. And let me let me ask you this question. Have you ever thought about what it would be like to read a book backwards? <laughs> or maybe what about writing your book backwards. I know, I know, I know. You're probably sitting there scratching your head and you're wondering, what is Jason even talking about? And um, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about starting at the end. We're starting um, at what it would be like to actually end your story before your book even begins. And so that's what we're talking about today. I want to help you learn how to write your book backwards. And and really what that looks like and seems like an odd topic to start with, especially being the fact the last episode I recorded was 143, April 17th. That was the last podcast episode. So it has been several, several months. I haven't done anything all summer. It is time to get back into the saddle. It's time to start recording some shows again. And so we're starting with this topic on how to write a book backwards and... A lot has happened since the last episode. I published a book in June. The book that I published in June is called Vengeance at Purgatory. I'm so excited about this book. It was published in June. Uh, you can get it on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Kobo.com. Uh, you can get it anywhere major books are sold. It is a, it's a fun book. It is the first in a series that I'm actually writing. I'm knee-deep into writing book number two. So launching this book, writing the second book, has kind of pushed a lot of my podcast recording to the back burner. I think I know what I'm doing and I have a good grasp on things. It is back in the saddle for me and away we go. So if you want to learn more about my books and you actually want to read some of the, the books that I've written... Uh, you can go to jbcism.com forward slash products. jbcism.com forward slash products. I think you can do forward slash books as well, and that'll take you to my book page. Uh, I think either one will do. And uh, pick up a copy of my new book, Vengeance at Purgatory. It's a fantastic book. So I'm excited about that. That's really been the big, 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 big thing that I've been working on. So enough about uh, me and my books. So we're talking about how to write your book backwards. Do you remember the movie Memento? Uh, it's a unique way to tell a story. It was a unique story that was powerful and it was effective for its time. It follows a man by the name of Leonard who's tracking down his wife's killer. And the only problem is he can't remember what happened more than 15 minutes ago. And so the movie, the movie actually starts at the end of the story and it works its way backwards, filling in the pieces until you have a complete story. Now, that may be a very difficult way to write a book. And if you've ever tried to write a book, you know how difficult that is. 
I do have a proven process to help you uh, write a book. If you go to jbcism.com forward slash write hyphen now, jbcism.com forward slash write hyphen now, you can actually get access to uh, the four podcast episodes that I did on uh, on this topic. I, I talk about my process of writing and, and how you can actually write a book. Uh, it's called Write Your Book the Right Way. It's, uh, it's nearly two to two and a half hours. It's a really good way to get you in the writing mood and it, it can actually help you get your feet wet on what to do next. So it, it might be difficult to try to write a book backwards, but I think one of the most effective ways to start writing is to start writing at the end. So today I want to give you five ways on how you can not only find your why that you need to write, but also how you can start your book knowing where you're going to end up and that when you type the words, the end, you're going to know you have a strong, strong story. Number one is this. If you're going to write a book, you need to first find your why. You have to find your why. As with anything in life, knowing why we want to do something is really half the battle. And if you don't understand why you want to write a book, you're never going to be able to write a single chapter, and let alone you're, you're not even going to be able to write a single sentence. It's, it's really that, that difficult to do if you don't know your why. A lot of people, a lot of authors that I know, they just sit down, they want to write a book, they start writing, and time goes by, and they're still writing the same gosh darn book. I know the feeling. My book, Vengeance at Purgatory, it took me 10 years to figure out what I was doing with that book. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I wanted to do with the book. And quite frankly, it should not have taken me 10 years. In 2017, I decided to, to really put my nose to the grindstone. And it was about November 2017. I did the NaNoWriMo. And I ended up writing uh, the entire manuscript, or most of that manuscript, within a 30-day period of time. I finished the manuscript about another 15 days later. So 45 days, I wrote nearly 86,000 words for this manuscript. But that was only because prior that August of 2017, I figured out my why. I knew why I was writing this book, and I knew why the book had to exist. And so if, if you're going to discover your why, you've really got to take time and dig down deep Kind of look inside your soul, look inside your heart, and you have to ask yourself the question, why should I write this book? In other words, what is the purpose behind my desire to write this book, and, and why does this book need to exist? Your why is what inspires you to take action. It helps you clarify your understanding of the purpose behind your book. So when you sit down to actually figure out why, you're figuring out your purpose of why the book needs to exist. So the book Vengeance at Purgatory, I'm, I'm using this as an example because it's the, the latest book that I started writing or start, the latest book that I published. This book is all about the message. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. So in other words, we don't have to worry about 
taking care of things and putting things into our own power, into our own hands. God's going to take care of it all. And and my protagonist kind of learns the lesson the hard way. I clarified my understanding of the story. I clarified the purpose behind the book. I knew why the book needed to exist is to give a message of, you know, don't fight your battles yourself, but let God be the one that fights the battles for you. So here's what I want you to do. You can stop listening to this, pull out a piece of paper, and I want you to just jot down maybe five reasons why this book needs to be written and and why you are the person destined to write this book. So number one, you've got to find your why. Number two, who is your book for? Who are you writing this book for? I know, I know, I know. It seems like a cliche to even ask this question. But here's the thing. One thing that I've learned is if you don't know who your book is being written for, you're going to be writing for nobody. Nobody's going to be able to read your book. Nobody is going to want to read your book. So you have to know who your book is written for. Think about it this way. What sort of books do you like to read? You know, when you pick up a book from the library or you go to buy a book from Amazon, you know, we normally don't think about the author when we're writing. I mean, when we're picking up to read. We don't think about the author thinking about us purchasing their book. However, I can most certainly guarantee that the author sat down and visualized you when they started to write their book. James Patterson knows the kind of people that buy his books. They know they don't have a lot of time to read. They need something that's going to be fast-paced, quick, and they can finish and knock out a couple of chapters in between meetings, or they can knock out a couple of chapters at lunchtime uh, or just before they go to bed. He knows what kind of person is reading this book. It's for the, the busy person who doesn't have time to read. Stephen King, on the other hand, knows that somebody wants to be completely engrossed into their environment. You know, he writes escapism type fiction that's really going to draw you in and is going to suck you in. And and, and you know, you're going to spend hours upon hours with him in this story. So he knows who's buying his book. He knows who it is. One good way to visualize who you're writing for is to really sit down and imagine what kind of individual is going to be purchasing your book. This person is your avatar. And I'm not talking about the little blue people on the the planet Pandora. (laughs) You know, as you begin writing, you are aiming for that individual. You know that someday that they are going to buy your book. And so you're writing your story So that you can connect with them on a real level. You know, so my book, Vengeance of Purgatory, is for anybody who likes a good Western. But I know that primarily you're going to see probably more women read the book. But I also knew I wanted a book that would be more engaging and entertaining for men. So I left out a lot of the romance uh, in the book. There is some, but I left a lot of the romance out and... And I, and I really had more of a mental and exciting adventure book that I knew men would really enjoy. And so I wanted to write a man's Western. And so that's what I, I, I focused on with Vengeance at Purgatory. Go ahead and start visualizing 
and writing down who you want to buy your book. You know, once you know who that person is, write them down maybe give them a name or maybe find a photograph of that individual and, and put it up next to your computer so that you can visualize this person. So number one, find your why. Know why you're writing. Number two, who is your book for? And number three, what is the goal or what is the message behind your book? What is it that your book is going to accomplish? You know, when I sit down to write, I like to start with the overall message. You know, what truth or or what kind of a concept am I trying to convey to the reader? You know, for example, you know, my protagonist learns the lesson that vengeance belongs to the Lord. You know, that is the message. That is the goal of the book, that the reader walks away with that message. Uh, Ted Decker, one of my favorite, favorite Christian authors, Ted Decker, uh, when he wrote the his book, The 49th Mystic and Rise of the Mystics, his message is conveying that my God loves all people, no matter who they are or what they've done. You know, so when you sit down to write, you want to have a sense of your idea, of what your overall goal and what your overall message for the book is. You know, without a goal or without a vision, you want the reader to walk away with. You're just writing words that are going to be sifted through the wind. Start thinking through. Sit down for the next few minutes. Maybe pause this podcast episode and take a few minutes and write down the message that you want to convey through the pages of your manuscript. You know, for example, here's what I did. The goal of Vengeance at Purgatory is to help the reader know that God will fight their battles no matter the storm that comes rocking their life. My desire is for the reader to learn to trust God, to seek His face, and to know that the battle belongs to the Lord. That's what this message is all about. That's the message, the the goal of my book, Vengeance at Purgatory. Take a minute and, and think through what it is you want your book to accomplish. Number four is you have to be relevant. So not only do we need to find our why, discover who our book is for, and discovering the goal behind our book, we have to become relevant. We have to write relevant and be transparent with our words. In other words, it doesn't matter if you're writing fiction or nonfiction in this case. Our goal as authors is to be relevant with our words so that the reader can understand. When I encourage writers at the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild or when I'm talking to writers um, online or those who've emailed me, you know, I, I want to encourage writers to be real and to be authentic so that the reader can identify with what the protagonist is going through or identify with the message that, that they as the writer are trying to convey, or as me, in my case, what I'm trying to convey. Readers, when a reader picks up a book, they want to identify with the, the characters, if it's fiction, they or the message, if it's nonfiction, and they want to relate. They want it to be relatable. This is why I believe it is so important for us to choose our words incredibly wisely. 
so that our message does not get lost. And here's the thing. If you find yourself getting lost when you write, that means you're not identifying with even what you are writing or what you have written. You know, so so think through as you're writing, what is it I'm trying to convey? And am I trying to get across this message that is going to be simple and easy to understand, but yet authentic and transparent and relatable to the reader? So number one, find your why. Know why you're writing this book. Number two, understand your goal and the message of, of, of what you're trying to get across in, in this um, book. Number three, you know, who is your book for? Actually, I did those two backwards. Number four, you got to be relevant. Number five, here's the fifth one. You have to write your book from the end. And you're scratching your head and you're like, wasn't this what this whole podcast was about? Yes, 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 it was. But you have to go through all those other steps first to find out what your book is all about. And then you can actually open up to write from the end. So once you know your why, once you know who your book is for, once you know what your message is, you can now begin the process of writing down your story. So all of that was before you sit down to do any form of writing, any form of anything else of your book. This is where I believe the fun begins. This is where I have the most fun. And at this point in your writing journey, you probably now have a good idea of what your book is going to be about. What you need to do now is you need to think through how you want your book to end and then write that idea down. It can just be simple. It doesn't have to be complex. It can be just a little little bit of, you know, here's here's the overall message of the book and, and here's here's how I want the book to end. You know, once you know your ending, once you know your ending, you can begin crafting and writing out that final chapter. Now, this is where some writers like to do things differently. This is what I like to do. I like to write my last chapter first. You know, remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. I think it just has to get written. If you're writing nonfiction, um, this is where things get a little different. You would actually write your introduction first because your introduction is going to give you the overall sense and feeling of how your book's message is going to come across. So it's like a snapshot of your entire book written and distilled down into just a few pages. So if you're writing nonfiction, write your introduction first because that's going to give you an idea of the overall message, overall arcing message of your book. But if you're writing fiction, sit down and write the last chapter. Now, I did this with Vengeance at Purgatory. That last chapter has radically changed. It's not even the same anymore. But it gave me a good sense of where I wanted the book to start. And that's the most important thing. Writing a book backwards is, is simply knowing your why. It's simply knowing where do you want everything to start ending up? You know, where do you want all of this stuff to to be uh, coming to a head at? You know, so when you sit down to actually write your book, you know, start at the end and see where that takes you. You know, you, you, you may find that it's going to be completely different by the time it's all said and done. You know, but when you write your book backwards, you, you're simply stating that you know your why, you know your purpose, you know who your book is for, and you're knowing what your overall idea is going to be in the end. And so when you know your ending, you can begin at the top and move in the direction of your ending. Trust me, 
Trust me. I just saved you years of fiddling around with your single idea. <laughs> well, my friends, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I am so glad that you joined me. You can find the full show notes of today's episode over at jbcism.com forward slash 144. jbcism.com forward slash 144. And as always, I enjoy the show. I will see you next time right here at jbcism.com. God bless. Go. Write your story and see what God will do through your life. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbcism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbcism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.